time for Healthy Talk Radio. By the powers vested in me, by the Federal Communications Commission. Coming to you live from the headquarters of the Global Health Network and across the world wide web. <gasps> Computers can do that? It's America's longest running radio program dedicated to your health and wellness. What's taking place here is an alternative approach. Now, the woman who's changing the face of health care each and every day. That's the fact, Jack! Here's Deborah Ray. Good day. Welcome to Healthy Talk Radio. I'm Deborah Ray. Well, the ethanol corn dilemma may have an unexpected benefit. As corn prices are rising, Heinz is developing new tomatoes to reduce corn syrup in its ketchup. It's an unfolding bit of science. Our relationships affect our health. Yes, we can take those troubles to heart if that relationship is troubled and produce measurable heart disease. We'll talk about your relationships, your health, some of the latest science. invite you to join us right here on Healthy Talk Radio. Now the news and views about the news you won't hear anywhere else. The Healthy Talk Radio News Digest. Well, it defies what we often hear in uh, conventional medicine, and and that is um, we follow test results. We define health on the basis of what's your blood pressure and your blood cholesterol and your blood sugar reading. And when it comes to heart health, we look for those telltale signs of blockages, uh, thinking that somehow the absence of blockage uh, translates to heart health. Well, we are finding out more and more that that's not the case. And here's an interesting spin on the whole scenario. Researchers out of the Bristol Heart Institute at the University of Bristol in Great Britain indicate that coronary artery disease, so in essence we're talking about that disease that affects arteries around your heart, coronary artery disease, actually helps to precondition your heart, makes it um, tougher makes it much less susceptible to damage than hearts unaffected by illness. And, of course, it mimics what we have also seen on the mental health care front in this country. We have defined um, social anxiety, being a little shy, as being a mental disorder. We have defined being a little blue. Uh, bipolar or depression as being a mental disorder when in years past it was an opportunity to to learn, to grow, to mature our personality. Uh, The Brits look at it as an opportunity to pull up those socks. Uh, My mother would say, you don't get what you can't handle. You learn you're the better for it. So interesting spin. Coronary disease, disease around your heart, might actually toughen up your heart. That coronary artery disease preconditions your heart. So, (laughs) uh, that common belief that if you survive a heart attack, your heart is naturally preconditioned against further damage makes all of us think of coronary heart disease in a totally different light. Well, this is interesting information from the American Journal of Epidemiology. Apples and onions and berries, what do they have in common? They have in common those 
flavonoids. We have thought about flavonoid-rich foods as chocolate and green tea, certainly red wine, known to have a great number of benefits. Now, new research published in the American Journal of Epidemiology indicate these flavonoid benefits are even more pronounced indicating that a diet that is rich in flavonoids from foods such as onions, apples, and berries. So we're primarily talking about the quercetins, the flavonoids, the polyphenols from these um, uh, sources of produce, onions, apples, and berries, cut the risk of developing pancreatic cancer by 25%, and those benefits are even more pronounced among smokers, where the total flavonoid content, um, the consumption of these flavonoids, can reduce the risk of uh, pancreatic cancer by a whopping 59%. That those in the study with the highest consumptions of apples, onions, and berries, in other words, the highest consumption of flavonoids, had significant risk reductions in heart disease, in cancer, and more. So it goes back to those healing adages. We give it short shrift that um, food is literally our medicine and medicine our food. So it's been a while since you've read Gene Carper's The Food Pharmacy. Great book on the topic. Pick it up, read it. Uh, it's probably a used book at this point, so you'll save some money. But it's a fascinating read on just how powerful our diet can be. And then if you pick up uh, Dr. Jim Duke's book, The Green Pharmacy, you read about those medicinal compounds from nature. The two together, gee, almost a winning combination. Well, we've talked at length about how some innovation in burn therapies are just can be just amazing. We know that hyperbaric oxygen, uh, for example, is a great benefit to help uh, burn patients heal without the scars. We have followed the work of the Shriners Burn Institute at the University of Cincinnati where they use powdered glutamine and fish oil. The latest research on burns comes from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition indicating that burn victims who are given the trace elements copper, zinc, and selenium heal quicker. They give uh, actually these elements intravenously, and what they found is that the uh, victims were much more likely to heal much more quickly if they got these important trace elements via intravenous infusion. It was uh, not a lot, only 37.5 milligrams of zinc and copper, 375 micrograms of selenium given intravenously the minerals group had fewer infections and the wound healing improved. And, of course, it mirrors what we have read at the Swedish um, Health Institute, which is a major hospital in Seattle, where a study out of the emergency room indicating those given large doses of vitamin C intravenously actually were much uh, more likely to do well, have less complications, less chance of dying, just because they got vitamin C intravenously in the emergency room. Well, if you've been diagnosed as diabetic or uh, even pre-diabetic, we now know that 10% of the entire U.S. population type 2 diabetic, perhaps as much as 50% 
pre-diabetic insulin resistant. This is pretty amazing research. It comes out of the Karolinska Institute in Sweden, which is a well-known, just premier, top-of-the-heap research institute, and was presented um, earlier uh, this month in the European Association uh, for the Study of Diabetes, that meeting that was held in Amsterdam. They compared green tea versus Avandia. What did they find? <laughs> this is pretty amazing because those anti-diabetic drugs, Actos and Avandia, now under scrutiny because we know both of them increase the risk of heart failure Uh, Avandia in particular raises our risk of heart attacks as well. So they found that drinking green tea versus taking Avandia, that the green tea was just as effective as Avandia and far safer because it helped to modulate blood sugar, helped to make the insulin more sensitive, and, of course, um, uh, didn't have the increased risk of heart attacks or heart failure. That green tea was first mooted as a successful treatment for diabetes 70 years ago. And the most recent studies have found that the more green tea you drink, the better your chances of controlling type 2 diabetes. In fact, they found the most powerful benefits were among people who drink six cups of green tea a day. Isn't that interesting? Well, speaking of interesting, it's a very interesting model for us to watch because we have a dubious distinction in this country. We spend more money than any other country on the planet on health care and by everybody's estimation, don't get our money's worth. So what if we look at countries whose model is cost-effective care? Now, the first-ever international conference on Ayurvedic uh, medicine in Europe uh, indicates that Europe uh, seems to be keen to adopt Ayurveda as an alternative system of medicine. And, of course, it's one of those time-tested systems of health care. It has remedies, uh, most of them in the, in the form of herbs, some of them just amazing in their power. Food, food is medicine, activity, yoga, uh, meditation, uh, minding those stresses. So, indeed, a system of health care. Europe keen on adopting Ayurvedic medicine as an alternative system of medicine. We're going to return to talk about your relationships, your health, inviting you to join us at 1-800-307-3002. Your health care questions right here on Healthy Talk Radio. This is Healthy Talk Radio, news, talk, and information for a healthy lifestyle. Changing health care one idea at a time. Here's Deborah Ray. The topic at hand today, your relationships, your health. Oh, yes, there is a connection, and the science is mounting that it makes a difference. And it's interesting to talk about um, from any number of aspects. Today in the New York Times Science Times, Tara Parker Pope, who was for many years a well-known health correspondent at the Wall Street Journal, has debuted a column that is entitled, Well, And this week's topic is Marital Spouts Taken to Heart. And with a new book out, Amish Grace, How Forgiveness Transcended Tragedy, all about that 
Amish understanding and practice of forgiveness, give us the opportunity to talk about not only relationships, the emotions that those relationships can engender and what that means to our heart. Now, we've had the opportunity over the years to listen and learn to some just terrific researchers in this arena, uh, the Howard Smiths, the Dr. Uh, Doc Childers from HeartMath, literally indicating that you can train through the HeartMath technique, and there's a HeartMath Institute uh, that is devoted to education, uh, teaching of these techniques and research uh, to the, uh, of these techniques, that in terms of you can learn to think with your heart. Now, what does that mean? Well, the book, The Biology of Transcendence, written by just a, uh, he's just a fascinating uh, neuroscience uh, journalist, Joe Chilton Pierce, teaches us that literally our hearts are hardwired to set the stage that we think with our hearts. Now, what does that mean? Most of us think of the heart in terms of emotion as that heartfelt emotion, taking those troubles to heart. That the heart has just this amazing center of importance in terms of our emotional health as well as our physical health. If that heart doesn't beat... (laughs) <laughs> no matter what else you do, you're uh, uh, really up a creek when it comes to your physical health. But the unfolding message is that understanding how we are hardwired to think with our hearts, that emotional tie has such importance when it comes to heart health. And you, you probably saw the recent study indicating that when it comes to relationships, they're key. That relationships, your social circle, actually affects whether or not you'll be overweight. That that social network that we uh, develop and cultivate, and of course we have an emotional tie to that social network, really determines whether or not we'll be able to maintain ideal weights. And, of course, that has far-reaching consequences on our health. And what Tara Parker Pope is talking about in today's, Wall, in today's, I can't say Wall Street Journal, that's what I said for years, she's now with the New York Times, marital spats taken to heart, that there is somehow... In terms of that mind-body connection, something integral about how those relationships affect us emotionally that plays out in overall health. She's talking about uh, the recent research that came out of the Framingham study, taking a look at men and women. This was no small study, 4,000 men and women, and whether or not they typically vented their feelings or kept them quiet in arguments with their significant other, with their spouse. What they found, amazingly, was that 32% of men said they just are quiet to keep the peace. They just kind of roll off, you know, button up. 
you know, shut down, click the uh, the remote control, let it go, and never talk with their spouse about their feelings. Interestingly, though, 23% of women say they typically bottle up their feelings during a marital spat. But they are the ones that are four times, 400% more likely to die during the next 10-year period as opposed to wives who always told their husbands how they felt. So how does that connect to Joe Chilton Pierce's writing in The Biology of Transcendence? He talks about the unfolding bit of neuroscience research that we are literally not only hardwired to think with our hearts, that there are more neurons, neurons are brain cells, more neurons in our heart than any other type of cell, that we're literally hardwired to think with our heart. And additionally, our heart is a hormonal organ. Our heart has receptors uh, for certain hormones that, that really give us a picture of just how emotionally oriented our heart can be. And what uh, Tara Parker Pope points out in today's um, uh, New York Times article entitled Marital Spats uh, Taken to Heart is some of the recent research uh, of which we spoke. University of Utah researchers took a group of couples and they gave them particular topics, some of which were real hot buttons for particular uh, uh, couples about which to discuss household chores, money, and what they found is that they could correlate how that interaction, how that argument for some, it was either a warm argument. You know, somebody saying, you know, you're so good at many things, but balancing the checkbook isn't your foray, versus the, you can even pass fourth grade math. See the difference? So whether or not the interaction between the couples was warm, hostile, controlling, or submissive, then measuring the coronary artery calcium, in other words, the, the, the buildup of blockage in these men and women's coronary arteries, they found an amazing... Result. What they found is that the style of argument was a powerful predictor for a man or a woman's risk of heart disease. In fact, they found that the way that couple interacted was as important a risk factor as whether they smoked. Think about it. Smoking. I mean, we all know that's a risk factor for heart disease. Yet that interaction between the couple in terms of the way they, they talked about thorny topics like money or household chores was as important a risk factor as whether or not they smoked and as important a risk factor as whether or not they had high blood fats like cholesterol. For women, whether or not a husband's arguing style was either warm, 
oh, you're great at other things, but balancing the checkbook just really isn't your forte versus fourth grade math didn't even pass had the biggest effect on her heart health. That's amazing. Whether a husband's arguing style was warm or hostile had the biggest effect on a woman's heart health. We'll delve in a little further to relationships and our health because there are many emotions that have measurable effects on our heart. Empathy, forgiveness. We invite you to join us. We're talking today about your relationships, your health. The number to join us, 800-307-3002. The information on Healthy Talk Radio may be eye-opening, controversial, and disturbing to some closed-minded members of the medical community, but it is all well-documented and presented by credentialed guests as well as our knowledgeable host. It may not represent the views of this network, this radio station, or its sponsors. But hey, that's life. I'm Deborah Ray. You're listening to Healthy Talk Radio. We're talking today about your relationships, your health, with uh, several recent studies pointing to the fact that it does make a difference. Your social network, the relationships you uh, have with people that um, you interact with regarding your lifestyle people that you regularly eat with or exercise with or I guess don't eat (laughs) or eat and don't exercise with has a significant role to play in whether or not you'll be fit or not. Indeed, even if you've lost weight and improved your lifestyle, whether or not that will be a permanent goal for you. And now the unfolding revelation that why disagreements are inevitable in any relationship, how you conduct yourself has a measurable effect on your heart health, that we can measure the difference in coronary artery calcium scores, i.e. build up a plaque, coronary hardening of the artery, atherosclerotic plaque in the coronary vessels, of people who argued in a hostile fashion versus those who argued in a, in a, in a warm and a give and take fashion. And if we expand that discussion to how all those emotions, those spiritual emotions, emotions like empathy, helping others is bona fide in the medical literature to be helpful for helping our heart. That act of giving selflessly of our time, our knowledge, uh, you know, uh, our particular expertise in an area, just helping somebody else has a powerful role to play when it comes to our health. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is an interesting spiritual emotion. In fact, Dr. Frederick Luskin from Stanford University conducted the Forgiveness Project. This was a bona fide research study at Stanford University indicating that those who knew how to forgive 
enjoyed a better measure of health. In fact, one of the endpoints was normal blood pressure versus those who just hung on to those negative, resentful feelings. And with the new book out, entitled Amish Grace, How Forgiveness Transcended Tragedy, comes the amazing revelation that forgiveness is an emotion that has a role to play in overall health. That back to Joe Chilton Pierce's explanation to all of us in his book, The Biology of Transcendence, our heart, because it's hardwired with more brain cells, more neurons than any other type of cell, is forever linked to how our brain perceives, in this case, an injustice, whether or not you know, that model of forgiving versus hanging on to that resentfully can have long-term consequences for our health. That is nothing short of fascinating. And it gives rise to a true understanding. I'll never forget, um, one uh, year, and oh gosh, this was, oh, better than ten years ago, I had the opportunity to be at the Natural Products West Expo out in Anaheim, California. And one of the symposiums was led by Dr. Deepak Chopra. And what Dr. Chopra's presentation was all about is that those same neurotransmitters, those those molecules that allow our brain cells to communicate with each other, neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin and tryptophan, that set the stage whether we're happy or sad, anger, uh, angry or uh, uh, empowered, can not only be found in our brain, but literally in every cell of our body. In fact, with the recent revelation that there is a second nervous system in our gut, and this has been known in medicine since the 1930s, that you can get upset and your gut (laughs) starts to get a little unsettled. You get that familiar little knot gnawing at you, what's eating at you. in the pit of your stomach. That there are literally more neurotransmitters, molecules of emotion in our gut than there are in our spinal column. So whether or not today is everything's clicking and you're just, I'm going to get everything done and then some. I feel good about today. And you feel this overall sense of relaxation whether it's that knot in your chest or that knot in your gut, they just aren't there. Versus that, oh my goodness, you know I've got this meeting and I know I'm going to be called to task or this phone call, you know, is it going to come? Is it going to be good news? Is it going to be bad news? You know, what's the test going to show? You know, what's going to happen with the promotion? You know, how am I going to handle those expenses? All that weighs on us mentally weighs on us physically and physiologically as well. So the true balance of health that has been taught to us by systems of healthcare, the system of Ayurveda, 
physical, emotional, and spiritual. The system of traditional Chinese medicine, spiritual, physical, and emotional. Native American medicine, for that matter, had strong connotations in terms of physical, emotional, and spiritual health. That balance, that three-legged stool, one is physical health, and 99% of conventional medicine now focuses on that physical aspect, that physical leg of health. The other two, emotional and spiritual. And just think, if this research at the University of Utah is accurate, that women's heart health, the risk factors of women's heart health, you know, we'll, we'll start to take a look at, at, at hormones. We have a hormonally beneficial effect of estrogen early in life. That as we go through menopause and those estrogen levels change, we begin to lose dietary, supplement, nutritionally sound wise aspects of heart disease risks. Smoking. Everybody acknowledges smoking, a huge risk for heart health, activity. Now, the revelation that the manner in which we argue with our spouse is as important a risk factor for women's heart health as is smoking, as is cholesterol, that is truly intriguing. That is a true appreciation that each and every one of us, I know you can talk about the, the gender difference. Oh, you know, these women, they're just, you know, emotional beings. They're just feeling beings. But come on. These studies indicate that why women are much more likely to be emotional beings, it works for both. That in this University of Utah study, there were measurable difference in coronary artery calcium scores in men and women when they argued in a hostile fashion versus when they they argued in a warm, you know, we're, we're bound to have disagreements. You have your thoughts about household chores. I have mine. You have your thoughts about money. I have mine. But we'll get through that, that we have a an emotional bond. And we'll get through the physical aspects of dollars and cents and household chores because we forever have that emotional bond. That emotional bond that triggers spiritual emotions. Forgiveness. Oh, you know, you're terrific at so many things, but balancing the checkbook isn't your forte. Versus... Did you even pass fourth grade math? Have measurable physical effects on our health. Which gives us a true appreciation that in a day and time where it's all too easy. Oh, I have people tell me all the time. I didn't realize that you're going to pick up the phone. I thought I was just going to leave you a voicemail. <laughs> and when you just kind of pass it off at the time, you think nothing of it. But then it causes most of us to think a little further. Oh, I didn't realize I was gonna, ha- I was gonna actually reach you. I was just gonna leave a voicemail. I have so many people in my circle these days 
that are all about sending emails. And I have to tell you, I know I'm prejudiced because I get several hundred emails a day. I would much rather talk to somebody. I would much rather interact with somebody. That those relationships in business, in family, in friends, in romantic relationships are what define our health. You know, the Brits talk about those adverse consequences, those challenges of life. Somebody treats you in a hurtful fashion. You just have the weight of the world on your shoulders. You're just feeling like it's there's nothing I can do. It's just too much today. Give us the opportunity to, to pull up our socks to learn from that. To, in essence, learn emotional and spiritual lessons that better our health physically. We all went through various educational experiences, training our brain. What are the emotional and spiritual training that we go through to better our emotional and spiritual health? And if this is true, if women who typically bottle up their feelings during a marital spat are 400% more likely to die in the following 10 years, and if couples who argued in a hostile fashion that was every bit as important a risk factor for coronary artery calcium scores, i.e. the blockage in your coronary arteries, as was smoking. What does that speak to each and every one of us in terms of that all too physical focus on health? Because you and I could visit a bookstore today or even go online to the online bookstores and find any number of health books, of self-help books, that focus on either just the physical, you're going to change your life by changing your diet, changing your exercise. There are others that deal with just making emotional changes. There are others that deal with spiritual changes in your life. The true balance think about it. That true balance are all three legs. Intriguing though that two of the three legs, emotional and spiritual, can affect our heart as profoundly as the physical aspects when 99% of the current conventional medical system is only addressing physical aspects of our health. And if this British research that I ran across just today indicates that coronary heart disease, you have blockage in those little arteries around your heart, you've had a heart attack, that preconditions your heart. So it's the healthier for it. That we weren't meant to be sterile beings. Our current rates of asthma and allergy belie that. That a child raised on a farm dirt under their fingernails, sit in the sandbox, roll in the dirt, 
fall off the pony, <laughs> whatever it might be, to trigger our immune system. Those kids are healthier, have less asthma, have less allergy than children raised in a sterile environment. The same with emotional and spiritual health. Unless we have those emotional and spiritual experiences, we don't grow emotionally. We don't grow spiritually. That health eludes us. And of course, it's all tied to, I'll just send you an email. I'll just leave you a voicemail. Relationships in our health. Inviting you to join us at 800-307-3002. I'm Deborah Ray. A smooth-flowing bloodstream is vital to good health. And one of the keys to maintaining that smooth flow is Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract. Kyolic accelerates circulation, revitalizes cells, and keeps blood platelets from sticking to each other or to artery and capillary walls. You see, the body produces an amino acid called homocysteine. If left unchecked, high homocysteine levels can become a serious health risk. Today, many health experts believe that homocysteine is more of a risk factor than cholesterol. And Kyolic is the only garlic supplement patented to reduce homocysteine levels, a major risk factor for arterial sclerosis and coronary heart disease. In fact, Kyolic is the only aged garlic extract. So get traffic moving smoothly along all your major arteries. Look for Kyolic. You'll find it where quality nutritional supplements are sold. Corvalin M is an all-natural dietary supplement designed to rebuild energy at the cellular level. Credentialed experts have told you about the benefits they've seen in patients taking Corvalin M, and users of Corvalin M have reported how Corvalin M gives them more overall energy, reduced muscle soreness and stiffness, and less fatigue, all contributing to an improved quality of life. Ribose, the main ingredient in Corvalin M, has extensive science. There are dozens of scientific studies and articles that demonstrate the effectiveness of ribose in speeding energy recovery in cells and improving cardiac function. Call 1-866-267-8253. Boost your energy and metabolism. Get Corvalin M today by calling 1-866-267-8253 or visit www.corvalinm.com. See for yourself how Corvalin M can help you to start feeling better again. 1-866-267-8253. Call now. Introducing FlexNow Joint Formula with the most powerful inflammation fighter found in any botanical. My problem was I have swelling in my joints in my hands and my right knee. My knees were bothering me really bad. I was to the point where some days I had to walk down the steps backwards. FlexNow is a new approach to help relieve chronic joint pain. It contains a single ingredient, shea nut triterpenes. You'll experience the joy of moving freely again in the morning, throughout the day, and at night. Since I have been taking Flex now, going up and down stairs doesn't hurt my knee as much anymore. It was like a miracle. I was like a new person. It was just the most amazing thing. Flex now makes you this promise. Complete relief in 30 days or a complete refund. Available at Vitamin Shop, GNC, and other health food stores. Visit flexnow.us for money-saving coupons, stores in your area, and monthly specials. Hi. 
This is Connie Whitaker, and I have one simple question to ask. Is it necessary for women to show and feel the signs of aging? With Age Best Basics, the answer is simply no. Premature aging is completely unnecessary. It's time for you to create a better quality of life for yourself, and Age Best Basics can help. Their all-natural anti-aging supplements are exactly what you need now to boost your immune system, increase your energy and vitality, reduce your everyday stress, and support your active lifestyle. Sourced from nature and based on science, Age Best Basics products enable you to take control of your life by taking control of your health. Be your best at any age. Visit Age Best Basic today at www.agebestbasics.com. That's www.agebestbasics.com. A-G-E-B-E-S-T-B-A-S-I-C-S.com. The most affordable health insurance on earth. Healthy Talk Radio. Well, we're talking about relationships and your health. Inviting you to join us toll free, no matter where you're listening to us at 1-800-307-3002. Talking about those systems of health care that have stood the test of time, that have a much broader appreciation of more than just physical health. We're talking about that three-leg stool of physical, emotional, and spiritual health. And with the recent revelation that spiritual emotions, empathy, forgiveness, can affect our physical health. Emotional relationships can affect um, our weight, can affect our heart health. The opportunity that when we address health issues, we too often just focus on the physical we're so culturally conditioned. I'll never forget the History Channel's focus on Madison Avenue. How what happened on Madison Avenue in downtown New York, in this country, forever changed generations of Americans. That was that first campaign that affected not only physicians, but patients, healthcare consumers, so both healthcare practitioners and healthcare consumers, that smoking cigarettes was cool, was desirable. And those same techniques have been used to influence how we eat, how we exercise, how we relate emotionally and spiritually, or don't relate emotionally and spiritually. And we take a look at our health and our loved one's health. Important lessons to be learned. Yeah, it's important to use medications, but you'll never find the answer to depression or bipolar disorder or schizophrenia in a pill. They might be part of the program, but never the answer. That when it comes to heart health, our diet and exercise key. But as important are those spiritual emotions and emotional relationships in our life. So when you think, oh my goodness, I'm just worried right now about my cholesterol, my blood pressure, my blood sugar. An opportunity to make it a lifestyle. Making it a lifestyle 
makes it a permanent change in our health. That when we connect what we do physically, emotionally and spiritually, only then can we optimize our health. Relationships and our health, intriguing information out in the news today. And as always, a pleasure to have you join us. If you haven't joined us online, we invite you to do so. HealthyTalkRadio.com. The show archived there for two weeks. HealthyTalkRadio.com. And Deborah reminding you to live long, stay healthy. Stay healthy.